0: Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. It's Monday, November 21st, 2022. Well, as we start a new week and a holiday week, it's good for us to remember, what are we even doing here? What are we doing as Christians? What, what is our mission as Christians? Uh, well, What is our mission uh, as a part of local churches? And I think the answer is clear there. The, the commission that Jesus has given us is to go and make disciples. We are to make followers Of Jesus Christ. And we're seeing a passage today that describes what that looks like and what is involved in that. It's summed up very well in 2 Timothy 2. That's the chapter we're reading in the New Testament today. 2 Timothy 2 2. And it says in that verse, and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. So there we see what you have heard from me. What I've passed on to you is I have discipled you. Now you go and pass it on to others. Uh, this doesn't use the language of make disciples, but it's showing us what making disciples look looks like in practice. Hey, I've passed something on to you. Now you pass it on to others and teach them to pass it on to others. And here's the thing that I want you to get out of this chapter. That's really hard. That is not an easy task. And we see that in the, this multitude of pictures that Paul goes to next. Hey, you need to, to do this work of passing on what you've learned of, of discipleship, of making disciples, but that work is like a soldier, an athlete, and a farmer. He goes to those images. First, the, the soldier, share in suffering as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Um, that, that's a strong word. Uh, Even there, the the assumption is a soldier is going to suffer. And if you want to be a good soldier, you're going to take that suffering. Well, man, that's a good word for many of us in the church, where when we come across any kind of suffering, we're like, Oh no, this is the worst thing ever. When, no, we need to be good soldiers, And we need to realize that suffering is part of what we signed up for in following Christ, but also in making disciples. And we need to not moan when that comes. We need to not complain about it. We need to share in suffering as a good soldier. We signed up to do something hard and we have to stay focused. No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who enlisted him. As soldiers, we've got to realize we have a mission to do. I'm not here to to goof around. I'm not here to play games. I'm not here just to have fun. I am here to do the work uh, that the one who enlisted me has called me to do. And that's something that should affect this book, especially, I think, geared towards people in ministry. But we need to remember all Christians are called to partake in this disciple-making process. So all of us need to realize I, I'm, I'm not a civilian in this world. I am a soldier, and I've got to act like that. I've got to consider that. I have to uh, live that out in my life and show that with my focus. The next image is of an athlete. An athlete is not crowned unless he competes according to the rules. Now, when you think about Champion level athletes, they get there through obviously there's usually a mixture of, of talent, but also talent and hard work to be not just good, but to be the best of the best. But here's a reminder well, even the best of the best, they're not going to be crowned if they cheat. Uh, there's always disqualification. That can happen. And then verse six reminds us it's the hardworking farmer who ought to have the first share of the crops. I, farming, that's another image. And those of you that are trying your hand at farming more, you realize this ain't easy. This is hard work and you have to wait and even be patient to get that share of the crops. You're doing a lot of hard work without any guarantee. Well, there's disciple making for you, hard work, and then waiting and seeing and not being guaranteed of the results you might hope for. So this process of making disciples is a difficult one. And we see more of that in this passage. I mean, part of that is you need to know the Bible. Now, there's various degrees of responsibility with that. Obviously, uh, pastors having a higher level of responsibility there. But every Christian, you need to know the word. God has spoken. Listen. And, And verse 15 says, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker, who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. We need to work to understand God's word. And again, I want to exhort you, if all, if all of your work involves listening to this podcast, well, that's not really doing that much work. That's just kind of you enjoying the work that I'm doing. You need to dig in to God's word. You need to understand what it is saying. Uh, That's another hard part of this process. Also, uh, we get to our own sanctification later in this passage. Uh, Starting in verse 19, uh, we see this call, let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. And then it talks about how God wants to use clean vessels for the work of the ministry. So verse 22, flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. You want to make disciples, you're going to have to do the work of fleeing from your sin, fleeing from anger, fleeing from lust, and pursuing righteousness with other Christians. And then we see at the end of the chapter, you're going to have to do this really hard thing of uh, not being quarrelsome. Because if you try to engage people in making disciples, there's going to be a lot of things you're tempted to argue about. And you're going to need to, well, I'm not going to be that kind of person that loves to argue. I have to be kind able to teach. And then, Ooh, wait for this one. Patiently enduring evil. Ouch. Mm, No, that doesn't feel good. And correcting my opponents with gentleness and even being patient with them. That's another hard thing. So let's review. You want to make disciples? Well, if you're a Christian, you should. So you've got to suffer like a soldier. You've got to compete like like an athlete according to the rules. You've got to work hard like a farmer. You've got to work hard as a student to study God's word. You need to flee sin and chase after righteousness. And you need to get ready to deal with very difficult situations and people. Who's excited about disciple making? Well, maybe you're saying, man, that does sound really hard. How in the world could I do that? Well, I've kept this for a reason. I want you to feel the burden so that now hopefully you can feel with greater effect the the relief because we jumped in at verse two, which starts with the responsibilities. Go back now to verse one. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace of, that is in Christ Jesus. How in the world are you going to be a soldier, an athlete, a farmer, a student, a clean vessel, a patient person? You're going to find the strength to do that, not in yourself, but in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. You're going to find that strength by remembering what Christ has done and not just what Christ has done, but who Christ is, who he promises to be and what he promises to do. All of those things are expressions of his grace, his unmerited favor and blessing. That's the only hope that we have. If disciple making was up to you and me, we're in bad shape. But thankfully, it's dependent on Jesus Christ. And we also see that that's the hope going to verse 8. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, the offspring of David, as preached in my gospel, for which I am suffering, bound with chains as a criminal, but the word of God is not bound. Right? That's, that's an example of Paul being strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus. He's remembering, hey, the tomb didn't stop Jesus. The, the prison isn't going to stop the gospel. Uh, nothing can stop the gospel. I hope that's encouraging to you because you might look at making disciples and say, well, between myself and... Other people and the world around me, this seems impossible. Let this be a reminder. Nothing can stop the gospel. Do you really believe that? I I hope that you do. And and, uh, so as we wrap up 2 Timothy 2, note both of those things. Yes, it's hard, probably harder than you think. But yes, God's grace is sufficient. And let's be real. It's more sufficient than you think. So let's be encouraged by those things in 2 Timothy 2. Let's go to our Old Testament reading now in Lamentations, where we're finishing up the book with chapters 4 and 5. And you see chapter 4 really, well, chapter 3 had some very, very high encouraging notes. Uh, chapter 4 goes back really into the, the darkness, into some of just the bitter, uh, lamentable details of what has happened. Uh, But notice in chapter five today, how even in the midst of all this lamentation, both at the beginning of the chapter where he says, remember, O Lord, and At the end of the chapter where he cries out, restore us to yourself, O Lord, notice how even at the end of this lamentation, he is bringing it to God and he is directing it to God. And even in the midst of God's wrath and his punishment, he is still going to God as the one who can and will ultimately help. So so whatever you might be lamenting today, remember the, the object of that lamentation, the place you should be making that lamentation ultimately is to God because he is the one who will hear your cry and he is the one who can answer and help. After all, we are called today to be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus and it is in him that we will find grace to do hard things.